welcome to another episode of Radio Gaga. As always, I am your host, Jersey with a Z. Uh, sorry, this is a little later than usual. Um, there were stuff and things in Pokemon to catch. <laughs> Destroy my life right now. Anywho, um, kind of a good thing that we are recording later because way more Veep Stakes Donald Trump news is happening now than was yesterday. So, Donald Trump's been in Indianapolis for basically like two days. Uh, why anyone would want to be in Indianapolis for two days that isn't from Indianapolis is beyond me. Um, he had a rally in Westfield last night. I'm not really sure where that is. Uh, there's a reason I don't do geography, and I've lived here my entire life, and I have no idea where Westfield is. Uh, apparently it wasn't a super huge crowd. Um, they only used like one third of whatever facility they were in. Um, uh, he had dinner-ish with, uh, Pence the night before, and then, uh, Pence introduced him at the rally, and then Trump spoke, and everyone was freaking out and covering it, thinking, is he going to announce that Mike Pence is his vice presidential pick at this rally? Uh, that's what I thought was going to happen. I mean, I can think of no other reason why, if you're Donald Trump, you're having a rally in Indianapolis when, one, Indianapolis doesn't matter, two, it's not primary time anymore, uh, absolutely have no idea why you would have a rally here if you're Donald Trump. I digress. Um, I watched it, so I was like, is this going to happen? And I made it maybe 20 minutes, and then I was done. It was not the Donald Trump that we are used to seeing. Uh, you can definitely tell he has a new team, new advisors, new communication team. It was admittedly pretty boring. Uh, the first, like, five minutes were really awesome. You know, it was kind of your classic Trump. And then it just, I don't know what happened, but it was boring. He had a couple of, like, good one-liners when he was talking about, uh, about Hillary and the email scandal. Talking about how, like, not even Houdini could have got out of this. Like, that was really the only notable thing I can remember from it. It was that dull. Uh, I don't even know how long it went. I just know that I made it maybe 15 minutes and then I stopped. I was like, I can't. This is too boring. Um, but, yeah. So he was here with Peds. Um, media firestorm a-going. Is he going to pick Mike Pence? Why is he in Indianapolis? Uh, no news came of it last night. Um, this morning he had breakfast with Pence. I don't remember if it was at his house or if it was at the Conrad. Uh, but he was supposed to be in California today. He had a fundraiser out there and he was supposed to leave this morning but the trump camp said they had plane difficulties um i don't really understand plane difficulties you own an airplane it has your name on it you're donald friggin trump if you want to fly somewhere pretty sure you can get it on an airplane so that was not at all a suspicious huh, claim by the campaign so he basically holed up downtown at the conrad hotel all day so he had his meeting with pence this morning um, Newt Gingrich asked to fly out to Indianapolis to meet with him today. So they had a meeting at the Conrad. And then, uh, Senator Jeff Sessions missed, skipped, missed, or skipped, whatever you want to look at it, a vote in D.C. to fly out to Indianapolis to meet with Trump. And, um, he ended up leaving with Trump for Trump's, uh, flight out to California. I'm not sure at what time he arrived in Indianapolis, so if it was like a 
he got here right before Trump had to leave for California thing or if it was a he got here earlier and they were having such a conversation that uh, he wanted to continue the conversation on to California. Who knows? Um, but also, apparently, uh, Christie was in New... Christie, Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey, was in New York either today or yesterday meeting with uh, Trump's kids about the VP slot. <laughs> so, it's... It's been a busy 24 hours for Indianapolis. I mean, apparently the Conrad Hotel is your choice when it comes to uh, spur of the moment Indianapolis campaign headquarters. Uh, in the presidential suite, no less, Donald Trump was staying. According to um, WTHR, our Indianapolis station, uh, Donald Trump's kids really like Mike Pence. or really, His kids really like Newt Gingrich. But his... Um, advisors really like Mike Pence, which is the opposite of what CNN was saying. Um, and so neither of them were really talking about new and or about Christie until later in the afternoon when all of a sudden everyone was saying that like Chris Christie is really the top choice. And I hadn't heard any mention of Chris Christie in the past few weeks. Uh, when it had been, I just heard about Newton and Pence, um, hadn't heard about Jeff Sessions. I had to Google him to find out more about him today. And I'm pretty plugged into the news. So if I don't know who you are, that's probably not a super great thing. Uh, he's from Alabama. Probably why I don't know anything about him. Uh, he was elected in 96. He is pro-life, anti-gay marriage, anti-Obamacare. Um, that's all I know about him. <laughs> um, apparently Newt Gingrich and Trump are like besties unaware I was unaware of that and uh, Christy and him have been you know super super tight um since Christy dropped out of the primary and endorsed Trump and apparently he's been in DC a lot recently um according to CNN Trump kind of put him in charge of like his transition team so he's been out in DC like working on that kind of stuff I didn't know that you know I assumed he was you know governing New Jersey and that's how it's kind of his job. Um, but apparently his kids also really like Christy as a choice. Um, who the hell knows at this point, really? It's it's basically the dating game. or a, it's Well, it's not even the dating game because it's not that classy. It's basically singled out with fat Chris Hardrick and Jenny McCarthy trying to figure out who the vice president's going to be. Um, really? I... I'm not a fan of any of these choices. We discussed this uh, on our first episode. Uh, there's really nobody that could get me to vote for Trump at this point. Um, I guess out of these choices, I would probably go with Gingrich. I mean, you know, a contract with America was pretty awesome. Not pretty awesome. I mean, it was pretty good. Uh, he, his Congress kept a lot of Bill Clinton's kind of stuff at bay. They passed a lot of stuff that he eventually took credit for. Um, I mean, I really, really don't like Mike Pence. Like, with a fiery burning passion, I do not like Mike Pence. I never have liked Mike Pence, and I probably never will like Mike Pence. Um, I don't know a lot about Jeff Sessions, and Christie's kind of too much of a loose cannon for me. Um, he's also a little too, too, little too far to the left on a few things for me that... 
uh, I can't get behind. Like, his stance on uh, the Second Amendment is not something I can really, I can really live with. Um, and then just a few minutes ago, it came across that uh, Trump's team has confirmed that they will name their VP choice Friday in New York City. Uh, ha- Friday doesn't really eliminate anybody. If it was going to be after Friday, you could pretty much eliminate Pence from that list. Uh, he has until Friday to decide if he's going to remain on the ballot for this fall for governor so if he was going to, um, if he was going to be in the running and then the announcement was like, oh, Monday Trump's going to announce, then you could basically have counted Pence out because he would have to, you would, either you would know for sure it was him or you would know for sure it wasn't because he would have to make some sort of announcement Friday whether he was staying on the ballot or not. And if he wasn't, then you would know that he wasn't running. Um, uh, I don't really know. <sighs> He spent a lot of time in Indianapolis, but I don't really know why you would pick Pence. I still, you know, six episodes later or whatever this is, can't, my brain cannot figure out a good reason why Pence is even in this grouping of people. He's not popular in his own state. He's from a state that doesn't matter. I mean, I love Indiana. I am Hoosier born and raised, but I, you know, I mean, come on, it's Indiana. We're a second tier media market. We have a governor that nobody could probably name if they weren't from here. I mean, if you're going to pick somebody from Indiana to be your running mate, you're going to pick Mitch Daniels because he's awesome. I'm not afraid to say it. I know a lot of people don't like Mitch. As a uh, hopeful teacher, I apparently should not be happy with his stance on education, but I like Mitch Daniels. I want Mitch Daniels to run for president, but he's not going to do it, and that's cool. Um, but if you're going to pick someone from Indiana, you're going to pick him. I still, I just can't. I don't under, I mean... Yeah, he's got maybe some newfound Christian right street cred with his, you know, Religious Freedom Restoration Act and his, like, super harsh abortion law. But that's not stuff that is endearing to him outside of that very small voting voting block. He, uh, I don't even know. I mean, I think your best bet out of this for is probably to go with Newt. Um, You know, he's a national name. He hasn't been in office for a while, so... He's not fresh in people's minds in terms of any missteps. Um, Christie still has Bridgegate or whatever we're calling it uh, on his recent CV. Don't think that's something you want. Jeff Sessions, no one knows who you are. Andrew from Alabama. I mean, it would. I mean, if he was touting uh, John Kasich, at least that choice kind of makes sense. I mean, Ohio is a swing state. I mean, would it help him win Ohio? I really don't think it would. But, I mean, at least that would kind of make sense. But, really, none of these three, four people make any sense to me. I have absolutely no idea. Um, Latest polling from uh, Fox News has Hillary up by seven in both Colorado and Virginia, which are swing states. Virginia just kind of recently become, like, a really important swing state. Um, As has Colorado. Um, they've both just recently become big, important swing states. Um, they also have, uh, Trump up by three in Florida and by four in Pennsylvania, which are both within the margin of error. And they are both tight at 41% in Ohio. Um, so 
I mean, the two big you need these twin swing states are basically a dead heat, and uh, the slightly less big swing state of Pennsylvania is basically a dead heat. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I was I had something a few days ago. I was talking about um, basically handing. Um, oh, there were rumors coming out a, like a couple weeks ago on Facebook about Bernie potentially running third party, and uh, those were squashed today. Because or not today, yesterday I think he uh, finally gave up and realized he was not going to win anything, and um, he came out fully supporting Hillary Clinton, endorsing her, saying he is going to do anything and everything within his power to get her elected to the presidency. Um, apparently she agreed to adopt some of his campaign platform ideas of like free college and stuff. Uh, I didn't, uh, watch that. Uh, one, I didn't know what was happening and two, why would I choose to do that? <laughs> so I'm not really sure what was said. Um, I do know that I saw on a, on CNN later that day, uh, that one of their recent polls shows that at least 9% of Bernie Sanders supporters would support Donald Trump in the general election. They would not support Hillary Clinton. Only 83% of Bernie Sanders supporters said they would vote for Clinton. Uh, I have no idea what the other 8% are going to do. They're going to, you know, go home, vote for Gary Johnson, vote for whoever that other person is. Um, who the hell knows? But, I mean, 9% isn't a small number. I mean, if it in something, you know, that's apparently this close in some of these major swing states... That 9% is huge. It could be, you know, the deciding factor. Um, I mean, Bernie and Trump, while you may just off the top of your head think that they are not very similar, they do have a lot of similar ideas. Um, well, not really so much ideas, but like their their essence, you know, their message is really similar. They're, uh, you know, um, you know anti-government outsiders who want to basically just take the system and flip it on its head. They're real folksy. And so they appeal to a lot of the same kind of people who are just tired of everything. They're tired of Washington. They want everyone out. They want to start all over. So if you really think about it, it's not too far-fetched to think that 9% of the people who supported a socialist would want to support Donald Trump. You know? It's it's not far-fetched. I, I understand that ideology. I mean, and I certainly think it will pan out. Um that he will lose, that he will, that some of his supporters will go to Clinton. Um, I mean, there's a lot of bad blood uh, between supporters. I mean, on like a personal level, uh, it feels like a lot of Bernie Sanders supporters just do not like Hillary Clinton at all. Uh, they, uh, you know, she's a liar, she's a crook, she's a cheat, and they just fundamentally will not vote for her. So that's, I think, something that a lot of uh, these people, these pollsters and these um, pundits don't really take into consideration, I feel, maybe as much as they should, that there's bad blood there. Taylor Swift-level bad blood. Um, so, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes from here. Um, next week, we have conventions uh, starting Monday, I believe. They're in Cleveland, the Republican convention. Uh, Wednesday, I'm seeing Coldplay, so whatever happens Wednesday night, I don't know. <laughs> but I will probably try next week and the week after to give you some 
maybe short mini episodes every morning. Well, not every morning, but basically every day at some point, uh, recapping the uh, coverage, depending on when I work, because I don't know when I work anymore. <laughs> um, so maybe late nights, uh, late every night, you might get a little something to talk about what happened at the convention that night, except Wednesday, because I'm seeing Coldplay. Who cares what happens at the convention? Um, and then I think they only go till Thursday, so that'll be Trump's big night. And uh, I think I open on Friday morning, so I'll have to TiVo it and watch it the next morning. Um, I'm one of those people who will just straight up watch every single minute of every both conventions. You know, I'm not a Democrat, but I'll watch that stuff. It's cool. Uh, you know, you see who the celebrities that are showing up. I believe Lady Gaga is going to the Democrat convention. Um, um, Caitlyn Jenner is going to be in Cleveland. Not really sure why or what Caitlyn Jenner is going to be doing in Cleveland, but she'll be there. Um, which I think is a wasted opportunity if Republicans don't take advantage of it. I mean, I mean, I understand that they won't take advantage of it, but I think it's a huge opportunity. I mean, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, despite whatever, claims to be a conservative. That's cool. That's, I believe, something you should really be piggybacking off of and taking an advantage to talk about. Um, I mean, at least like Gary Johnson or whoever this other person is that's running, uh, you know, talk, take advantage of that, you know, like, look, this is somebody from this community that, uh, the media paints you as wanting to chase down with pitchforks, you know, but shares your views, you know, a spokesperson kind of role, that would be something I feel would be a smart move, but I'm apparently weird and I'm not a Republican, so what do I know? Uh, so that wraps up our boring news political coverage for today. Moving on to more fun stuff um in comic book news uh today was the release of uh civil war 2 number three yeah there's a lot of numbers going on um if you haven't read it yet i would advise you not listen for the next minute or so i say come back at like i don't know around 20 minutes just to be safe um so, episode three of Civil episode three issue three of Civil War two came out today, and I have you know mentioned how much I'm not really a big fan of Civil War two. I think it's kind of a pointless waste of time, um, especially after we just had Secret Wars, and Secret Wars were supposed to be you know as I've mentioned the be all end all reset of Marvel universe to create a new continuity. And potentially get rid of the uh, multiverse issues. Um, so, um, again, recap if you're unfamiliar. Civil War Two. we have this kid who gets infected by some kind of weird mutant sandstorm thing. Who um, gains the ability to see the future. Um, and not just see the future, but like he experiences future events fully. It's like he's there. And, uh, so, the, he meets with, uh, Captain Marvel and the rest of the Inhumans, and they decide that they need to, um, kind of protect this guy and basically kind of take advantage of his abilities to stop future crime. 
Uh, so it's basically like Minority Report in the Marvel Universe. Um, everyone's kind of on different sides about what to do about this. Tony Stark doesn't like it. He feels that it's, um, you can't, you know, go punish people for things they haven't done yet. Yada, yada, yada. Um, if you're tuning in again, because I told you to tune in at 20 minutes, you should probably tune out for a couple of minutes. Um, so, um, this, at the end of last issue, he had a vision of Bruce Banner hulking out and basically destroying a whole city. So, Tony Stark and Captain Marvel go to visit him to see, you know, what's up with Bruce Banner. They find out that he's been, um, experimenting on himself. Um, not really sure what kind of experiments, something with gamma radiation. Uh, long story short, he's been, um, conducting tests on himself to, um, basically, they think, figure out how to Hulk out some more. He claims it's not the case. Um, and, um, as they're accusing him, it appears he's about to Hulk out again, and he gets shot by Hawkeye. Um, so, Bruce Banner is dead. The Hulk is no more in the Marvel comic universe. Um, I'll leave the rest of it, I guess, for you guys to read, but, uh, yeah, he doesn't get to be, go anywhere near doing anything that this kid thinks he thinks he's going to do. Um, yeah, so adios, Hulk. Um, and so I think, I don't remember how many issues Civil War 2 is. I think it's eight. Um, but with issue three just coming out today, Marvel is already laying out its grand vision for the post-Civil War 2 Marvel Comics uh, universe. Um with the new Marvel Now initiative. So there were Secret Wars. Then it was all new, all different Marvel for like literally six months. And then it was, you know, uh, Civil War II. There's a couple confidential issues in August or July or August. And then now the all new Marvel Now. Uh, big old preview book you can pick up at your local comic shop. Um, telling you about the... Uh, new series that are going to be part of this new Marvel now. Um, the tagline for this is Divided We Stand. Um, there are a bunch of new series. Mark Wade's got his hands full. He has like four series now. There's like four different Avengers. Not even. There's like five different Avengers series in here. And I thought there were a lot of Avengers series with the all new, all different Marvel. There's Avengers uh, Champions Occupy Avengers, and uh, Uncanny Avengers, U.S. Avengers. Like, why are there so many Avengers series? Oh, Great Lakes Avengers. <sighs> there are a lot of Avengers series, which I think are ridiculous. Um, uh, the uh, Rocket Raccoon and Groot series, which I really love and is adorable, is apparently no more. Uh, Rac Rocket Raccoon is going to be getting his own series. Um, Deadpool's still hanging around. Mercs for Money are still hanging around. Uh, Captain America Steve Rogers is still hanging around. Um, Jessica Jones is getting a new series, which I'm super stoked about. Um, I really loved that Netflix series, and I've gone back and read uh, the ali some alias uh, issues and some Pulse issues. So super excited to see some new uh, some new Jessica Jones. Like I said, Rocket Raccoon has a new series. Who doesn't love Rocket Raccoon? Um, so yeah, all Marvel now. Is going to be coming out in October. So check that out. If it's your thing. Um, 
Pokemon Go. We need to talk about this again. Um, I seriously think I have a problem. <laughs> um, so, I think it was Saturday night. There was a Jigglypuff outside. And I really wanted to get this Jigglypuff. But it was like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. It was dark. And I was alone. So, being the firm believer in the Second Amendment that I am, I grab my gun, grab a flashlight, grab a battery, or a power brick, stuff them in my purse, and go outside to find this Jigglypuff, um, which I did catch very, um, excitedly. Um, so yeah, <laughs> went outside, you know, with a gun to catch Jigglypuff. It's a story of my life, guys. Um, today my sister and I went to the mall for a good, like, two hours. Um, to, to put this in perspective, on my day off, my Fitbit normally says I take, like, maybe 3,000 steps top, tops. On a full eight-hour shift at work, I normally take, um, or on a day when I work a full eight-hour shift, I normally get, like, 13,000 steps, maybe. Um, today, on a day off, I have taken, as of this very moment, 10,574 steps, uh, to catch them all. This was my life. Uh, and then later this afternoon, early evening... There's another Jigglypuff, and there's a Cubone, and a super nasty storm is coming. The sky is, like, greenish-gray. Like, it's getting serious. Um, but I really want to get the Cubone, so I grab an umbrella and risk electrocution, electrocution and most definitely death to catch this Cubone, which, again, I totally caught. Um, I was te in a group text with my sisters, like, you know, there's a storm outside, lightning, potential hail and a cubone is two paw prints away <laughs> what do i do uh to which my um second oldest sister said risk it my third oldest sister said you have to catch them all to which my second oldest sister replied that is literally the only rule i said i was grabbing an umbrella and my second oldest sister was like no that's a terrible idea storm plus lightning plus umbrella equals death which she wrote an emoji um and then my second oldest sister said that if lightning strikes, maybe a Pikachu will appear. Uh, there was definitely a Pikachu outside earlier today, but uh, it was really hot. Like, the heat index was, like, 112, and I was like, I really don't want to walk however far away three paw princes to get a Pikachu. Like, I'm just not doing that. But I will risk electrocution and most likely death to grab a Cubone. <laughs> uh, really, this is... It's, it's a developing into a serious problem, guys. But, you know, I'm... I'm exercising on my day off, so there's that. I tried to take the nearest gym. That didn't go very well. Um, I should really go over there if it wasn't, you know, for this storm of death to try and take this on. I mean, the highest they got is of 944 Taros. Like, they've got, like, this level 299 gloom hanging out over there. Like, come on. I can top that. I'm level 10, basically. My highest CP is my Pidget. He's 511. Uh... Caught a Jinx today, which is pretty cool. A Hypno. Got another Jigglypuff. Uh, finally got a freaking Ghastly. I've been chasing Ghastlies for a week. And I can never get them, but I got them today. And I caught a real mean uh, Wartortle at the mall by the Macy's. Um, and I hatched a Nidoraner, I think. Or a Nidorino. I hatched a Nidorino. Uh, got another egg that's at like four kilometers. I need to hatch it. This is, it's becoming an obsession, but I mean, I'm going outside. I'm engaging with other humans. 
uh, and I'm walking around, so, you know, what are you going to do? At least, you know, I I fully understand, like I said, that this is just an elaborate trick to get me to exercise. And I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> so, on that note, that's all for this week. As always, you can email us at radiogagapod at gmail.com. Check out the blog, radiogagapodcast.wordpress.com, which has been revamped, and I've actually kind of put stuff on it. And it has a link to the uh, to Galt's Gulch, which is my political, mainly political blog, up in the you know menu bar or whatever. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Radio Gaga1988. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find us. So until Sunday slash Saturday night, I have been Jersey with a Z, and remember, all you need is Radio Gaga. Radio Gaga. Radio Gaga. Radio Gaga.